This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, welcome into this podcast and it was very exciting this week as a band who've released 24 albums were under the microscope on What's New 23 with our panel, Phil Pendlebury, Eddie Parsons and Emily Peacock. And we took a look at the brand new Rolling Stones album. It's called Hackney Diamonds. We absolutely loved it. See what you make of it. The Rolling Stones been going for so many years, of course, fronted by the incredible Mick Jagger. Do enjoy the podcast and do join me live on the show weeknights 8 through 10 here on Dubai Eye 103.8 You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station This is the Night Shift on Dubai Eye 103.8 Welcome back, it's time to talk some serious music with some serious musicians and producers and drummers and vocalists. Phil, how are you? Good to have you back on the panel. (sighs) Phil Pendlebury Nice to be back Mark, nice to see you Great to see you. Um, Eddie Parsons uh, drummer with Fixer Trick or treat, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd have had your what? school T-shirt on tonight. No, Well, I would have, but I was too busy handing out, handing out candy <laughs> to little Wednesdays and little witches. Yeah. Uh, and my granddaughter went I to know. school as Wednesday. I saw today. the photographs. Yeah. She looked oh, great. Yeah, Lovely yeah, picture. It was a goodie, wasn't it? And we've got Emily Peacock back with us. Hi, Emily. How are you? Hello. I'm very good, thank you. Yeah. Good to be here once again. Yeah, you were dressed up in kind of Halloween I was, gear over yeah. the weekend, weren't you? Yeah, it was my take on like a circus ringmaster. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> How did it go down well? Yeah, it was great, actually. I love getting dressed up for Halloween. I wish we could do it like once a month, not yeah. once a year. <laughs> I should have sent the memo out. We should have all put makeup on and oh. dressed up tonight. We but should have never done. mind. Did you have a, like a tall hat on? You know, I had one of those mini hats, like quirky off the off and, centre. And, and the uh, megaphone. Yeah. I didn't have a megaphone, but I did have a jacket. It, it did look great, <laughs> let me tell you. Um, right then, a couple of headlines I've come across that I want to speak about. No, I'm just, just, bit, I'm just yeah, I put my hand up. I'm a bit offended that you didn't mention my penguin suit. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that that penguin suit caused somebody to fall down the stairs and break. Was their it you? Arm. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> it was somebody around. looking at it. Anyway, carry on. Oh my on. goodness! All right, well, big tick for the the penguin <laughs> suit. Right then, let's get down to some headlines that um, have surfaced this week in the world of music. Taylor Swift is now officially a billionaire. Her net worth has been pegged at $1.1 billion. This is according to the Bloomberg Billionaires Index, mainly thanks to her record-breaking ERAS tour. Millionaire, just out of music, not any fashion lines, not any, you know, perfumes or anything like that, just out of music. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I can't even earn that much money. billionaire. (laughs) Yeah, it's incredible. And as you say, it's just from music. Because a lot of the billionaires out there are from it's from mm. multi different you know different avenues. Yeah. But that's incredible. I mean, I know Rihanna. I think is a billionaire, isn't she? But, but a she's lot of that's got from Fenty Beauty. Fenty, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's pretty impressive. Well, well done, Taylor. Yeah, Taylor Swift. Absolutely. Can't add anything to that. No. I mean, you've when got was to the last? It. When was the last album that um, Rihanna released? I couldn't tell I've you. Got, I've got I've got some news on that. Coming okay. Up very very shortly on on Rihanna. But uh, have you ever? Been a billionaire at all, Phil? Not in any shape. Maybe <laughs> in a previous what, life. There is. There is. I, I can't remember where it is. I know Rob would know if he was here. There's a country somewhere where the currency is so small, uh, you know, a bit like the Japanese yeah. yen. That you can you, be a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember where it is. I'm going to move there. <laughs> 
<laughs> Next story, I just want the guys, um, well, all of us to um, chat on this one. Um, Rob Plant, Robert Plant agreed to perform Led Zeppelin's classic Stairway to Heaven, which Emily does a brilliant version of, for the first time in 16 years. It was this past weekend as um, he was offered a huge amount of money as a charity donation. Can you imagine? 16 years since you've sang that song. Yeah, I, I know quite a lot about the whole you know, mantra behind that. And to be honest, did you see it? No, I did not. Yeah, I saw, I saw a clip. It was okay. It was okay. You know, it wasn't, um, wasn't like the Annie, you know, the yeah, heart the version heart that brought tears. Which, to by the eyes. way, the Heart Sisters yes, are getting back also together. Also getting back together. Yeah. Oh, they've patched up their differences. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Um, um, one question, Phil. Was, was it just him or was it with Jimmy Page? No, it was just him, but it, it was with like a, what I can only describe as a kind of an average cover band. Oh. Yeah. That, uh, was it? You know, was it? I mean, average. Was it Zeppelin's version? Because I've I've heard yeah. him do like a, yeah. an unplugged version. Let's put before. it this way: the bit I okay, if you mm. don't mind, the mm. bit I always go for. I didn't watch the entire performance. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the beginning, yeah, no, no. The bit I always go for is the da 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 yeah, da da, yeah, da yeah. which everybody gets wrong, and they did. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. All right, uh, anyway. that's, that's, that's Robert Plant. And finally, Rihanna, five years after taking a hiatus from the music business, fans are going wild with the news that she's plotting her comeback in the form of 2024-2025 World Tour and apparently signing a $39 million deal with the Live Nation for that and working on two albums. Has um, Well, there's my answer. Yeah. Um, has anybody seen any footage of Madonna's current World Tour? Because I've seen a few, a few and... It's not that good. It, no, I'm not, I haven't. No, I can't. It no. is not that good. The celebration tour. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, I think she's she should be in the Bon Jovi camp now. It was the thing where she, she had to stop, wasn't there? Oh, yeah, but it, it's just but, not... It's just not, when you when we were talking about people like Taylor Swift and, and it's been... They take it to a different level. The show is like, it's old school. It, it just didn't look... Mm. You expected it to be mega and it's mm. not. Let's see if we can expect more yeah. from Rihanna's. Oh, I would imagine so. <laughs> so we won't be getting a, a movie in theatres by the sounds of it, like uh, the Eras tour. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then, let's get down to business. And Hackney Diamonds, as soon as I sent this out on our little WhatsApp group, uh, there was a Diamonds, lot of positive, mate. positive um, kind of vibes that going around. The 24th British and 26th American studio album by the Rolling Stones. Thoughts on the Stones, Eduardo? Well, I was never a Stones fan as a as a kid. I think you were growing up then, back then, you were either Stones or, or the, the Beatles. Beatles. And of course, you all know me. Mm, right? Yeah. And but uh, funnily enough, as I've got older, there are some Stones tracks that I really do like. And as I mentioned, I think perhaps even last week, there's a recently uh, Lady Gaga did uh, supporting this album. But they did uh, give me shelter, and um, she did the uh, mm. female vocal part on that, and it was amazing. And there's a couple of other, like, it's only rock and roll. So, yeah, I've grown to like them as I've got older, but I was never a fan, Yeah, per I, I'm se. with you on that one. I was much more of a Beatles fan than I was the world. There seemed to be the, the two camps, didn't there? You, mm. were, you were either Beatles or yeah. you were the Stones, Phil. Personally, I, actually, I was really kind of neither, would you believe? Um, with the Stones, my, our drummer in the band was a huge fan, and it just never got the production side. It was always too raw and, and not, you know. However... Honky Tonk Woman has one of the most sought-after kick drum sounds from really? production. Yeah, and it's such an old track. Uh, wow. But if you go back and listen to that kick at the beginning when it when it comes in, you'll you'll see why. Mm. 
I, re- I remember there was a um, there was an interview with Charlie Watts, and uh, they, they were talking drums on some drum program, and. Uh, and he was on about because he played a very basic, very basic I, drum I, I kit. I want you to hold on to that because I want to come to that um, okay. about Charlie Watts' drum mm. kit. You know, you see all these rock drummers yeah. surrounded by enormous kits. And because he was a jazz drummer, I think, originally. But mm. we'll, let's get a track in uh, that we can chat about. Um, this was the first single release from the album Hackney Diamonds. It's called Angry. pocket isn't it mm. just what you expect um, Emily let's start with you on that one I can see your band probably putting that one out and learning that possibly good yeah, yeah. it's a bit of good old fashioned yes. rock and roll yeah. isn't it just what you expect from the Rolling Stones yeah exactly they haven't like tried to do something new and different yeah because they know that what they do is what they do and they do it damn well yeah yeah no electro beats or anything like that no near the Rolling Stones um what you expected, Phil? Yeah, no, not at all. Actually, um, the, the production, uh, there's a, a guy a guy called Andrew Watt, British guy. He was a big fan of the Stones and he ended up getting the job. I won't go into all the mm. fine details. Yeah, yeah. But he's done Justin Bieber, okay. Miley Cyrus, Post Malone, <laughs> Future, Eddie uh, Vedder, Iggy Pop, Elton John. So he's produced, for, and, and actually I can hear a difference. But it, it's purely from a production point of view, like I was saying earlier. The early stuff and even the more recent stuff, I found it a bit too raw and a bit, you know, oh, I haven't bothered to tune up, it's just yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But the backing vocal, the block backing vocals, that's him. That's the producer singing. Really? Yeah, so he does. He plays bass on a lot of the tracks as well. But, uh, anyway, we'll get into Sounds that Sounds like later. a clever guy. Yeah. 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 Apparently so. What do you think, Eddie? It does exactly what it says on the tin. On the tin, <laughs> yeah. And it's what you expect. It's the Rolling Stones. And um, 
I love the uh, distorted bass guitar yeah, talking yeah. about this guy yeah. and it was interesting to note that the replacement drummer for Charlie Watts he's still playing in that Charlie Watts minimalistic groove it's solid it's there but mm. it's not overplayed there's nothing flash it does what it says on the tin and this the tour they're going to do with this in the States oh, is going to be enormous. huge 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 bigger than country music huge huge <laughs> but yeah it's great it's classic stones and i love it yeah and um, just i mean charlie watts did play um on a, a few tracks oh. of, of this album before he sadly passed away and uh, but let's just drop in very quickly now about the charlie watts drum setup because it, it always baffled me um being such a massive massive rock band and it seemed like it was a kit that you would play jazz on it, it was it wasn't and he was a, a an avid jazz player outside of the stones and his kit was um very basic as was ringo's but um the the comment i was going to make previously was that uh, he was in discussion and he was saying about uh, they were trying to talk shop and, and all this and he said well really i don't really you know i just i'll just play what i got and my snare drum it still goes oink 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 when i hit <laughs> and as a drummer i know exactly what he means <laughs> because to get the oink out of your snare drum can be challenging at times but uh, um this is new information it's great. it is yeah. go get your oink out yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing like a bit of oink uh, we're going to come back we're going to hear from uh, the guys from uh, the stones and find out why they call the album Hackney Diamonds and of course we're going to hear some more tunes as well Elton John guesting on the album Lady Gaga's on there Stevie Wonder plays piano on one of the, of the a, tracks just a few mates then. yeah just a few and even Sir Paul McCartney this is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. Yeah, Phil, Eddie and uh, Emily, the panel tonight as we take a look at um, the new album from The Rolling Stones, the 24th uh, British album release, 26th American studio album as well. And Hackney Diamonds is the name of the album. Why did they call it Hackney Diamonds? It got called Hackney Diamonds because we, I think we were between, we were flinging ideas around for titles and we went from hit and run, smash and grab, and somehow between that we came up with Hackney Diamonds, which is like a variation of them both. And also, it's a London band, you know, that was... It's like when you get your windscreen broken uh, on Saturday night in Hackney, all around, <laughs> and, uh, and all the bits go on the street. Yeah, the shattered yeah. windscreen. That's, that's called Hackney Diamonds. smash and grab. That's Hackney Diamonds. <laughs> that's Hackney Diamonds. <laughs> that's Hackney Diamonds. <laughs> A shattered windscreen. Hackney Diamonds. Yeah, that's the, I've never the glasses been to Hackney. on the road. I don't know what Hackney's like. Actually, I have, and I stayed over there for a weekend, and the windscreen uh, on the high... No, not the windscreen, the side the window side. was smashed on the higher car that oh, we had so at the time. Wow. So it's Way true. ahead of your time, yeah. Eddie. You've got uh, and that was diamonds. That, yeah, and that was ooh, a good few years ago. <laughs> early 90s, yeah. Let's hear the stones mm. on this second track. It's called Get Close, and it features Elton John on piano. No. 
that's our setting track then get close um you wouldn't know it but elton john is in there somewhere <laughs> tinkling away on the piano what do you think phil yeah in fact my uh, my notes here say lovely distorted bass and again not sure who's playing let me just tell you what he said he said working with paul mccartney in the middle of the sessions blah 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 he said keith richards played bass ronnie wood played bass Paul McCartney played bass. There's a lot of different bass players on this album, right. including the original guy as well, yeah, who's not yeah. on any of the tracks. And then there's another bit, which I'll tell you about when we get to that song. Um, so I love the bass. It fills in a big amount of distortion um, because the guitars are separated left and right. So you've got, you know, a big space in the middle for more music. And they don't want to put on strings and all mm, that. No, no, so, no, so the bass no. distortion's lovely. And I also said... Piano? Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where is it? Yeah. Um, Keep Elton low in the mix. <laughs> I managed to find a little bit, but I can't remember exactly where it was. But hey, Elton was around. You know, yeah. these guys were he around was, he the was studio. In the studio yeah. at the time. Maybe so it was sure. technically just, he maybe was. Maybe it was just a vibe. Technically, yeah. Yeah. technically a vibe. he was there. What he might think? have actually, when he's saying on the piano, he might have actually just been sat on the piano <laughs> watching. <laughs> Emily, what, what do you think? I mean, these guys are in the late 70s, 80s, and they're still laying down some serious rock and roll. Honestly, does not sound like an 80-year-old singing that song. It's amazing. What do you think of him as a frontman, Mick Jagger? As a, as oh, a iconic. Yeah. Iconic. The moves like Jagger. Like, yeah, yeah, of course, he'll go down in history for as long as there is history. Like, yeah, he's amazing. He's obviously influenced so many. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm just so impressed that he's 80 and he sounds like that. There's not, there's nothing, there's no inflections in his voice. He doesn't sound gruff. No. He just sounds the same. Like, it doesn't <laughs> it does, sound, yeah. it doesn't even sound that much more mature. It could be satisfaction, couldn't it? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it, it's amazing, isn't it? Do you remember a couple of weeks ago, we did the current Michael Bolton album yes. review yes. and we all noticed how his voice had changed yeah. and we've, there's been a couple of artists that we've had that, mm. uh, we've noticed that about them for whatever reason. But as Emily rightly just said, it's still Jagger straight off the bat and isn't... <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a little bit of something on his voice, but maybe compression. I don't I know. It's, it's just modern production. But I don't think there's yeah. anything, you know, there's no cheating going no, on. No, Having no. said that, he's always had a very mature sounding voice. He doesn't sound like a young kid, does he? He doesn't have, you know, he's not a Justin Bieber-y kind mm. of higher, it's, you know. It's he sounds meat, about 40. Meat and two veg, yeah. straight down the middle, mate. <laughs> but I love, I love the bass drum on this as well. The bass drum is nice and thumpy as well, but it's... I'm it's sure good. it is. So let's just, get this one in. Depending on you... in the dark Your past and present tangled up in my arms Our secrets sealed in our scars Sharing a smoke on the steps of a bar I was convinced I had your heart in my hand I was making love at you at different plans Now she's giving her love to somebody new Depending on you 
It's called Depending On You then from the Hackney Diamonds album. It's brand new from the Rolling Stones. All these songs are going to work live, Phil. Uh, yeah, you'd think so. I mean, it, that one had me a little worried. Uh, I had a quick listen this afternoon and I thought, oh, country stuff, I'm not a big fan. I like the guitar uh, sounds, though, in that. It's, it, it's actually great, isn't it? Yeah. Especially when it gets going. Uh, the Hammond is peeking in there, the Hammond organ, which I, I know you, you yeah, love. Yeah, and, and doesn't that actually explain what I was saying earlier, the thing about the guitars and, and so on, there being a bit of space there, so they've got the Hammond in there to fill in, and you get that kind of warmth, paddy warmth. Mm. I like the song, it's not my favourite, yeah. but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Keith Richards is a guitar player. I, again, I think Eddie just said this, neither of them are really technically brilliant guitar players, as I'm sure you know. Um, Ronnie had this kind of way of playing little kind of rhythm bits and then playing a bit of lead and, and then going back to rhythm okay. all at the same time. Yeah. And even the producers mentioned that. But you just put them together, don't you? I had to do a version for All Around the World of one of the tracks. I can't remember which one it was. Um, so I had to do a so that they could use it as a sample for underneath the dance track. So I had to recreate it for them. And it was hard. It was hard playing like they play, you know, because oh. they do have a very distinctive style. Yeah. Emily, what do you make of that one? I really like that song. Yeah, I did as well. It reminded me of Wild Horses a little bit. That, well, okay. It's yeah. kind of ballady. That, that was the, the song. Ballady. That yeah. was the track oh, was I it? Do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really nice song. Nice lyrics. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, really easy to pick up as well. Like, I really I, I really just nice song. can't fault it. And I'm, I'm not uh, like Eddie, not the biggest Rolling Stones fan, but yeah, you just can't. You can't help it, but, but like you know, it. These are just seasoned yeah. players doing what they do well and having fun and power to them as emily said earlier they're iconic it's the stones and they've got a great album on their hands here and they're still clearly having fun and enjoying mm. what they do they don't need to go out and impress anyone they are the stones yeah. it's like you'd go and see them just because they're the stones whether you're a fan or yeah, not yeah mm. yeah and so power to them i think i think it's great yeah. i think yeah. it's I, great I the only thing i'd add to that is that we've had that a few times where we've actually felt that they haven't made an effort to just polish the top of it. In this case, they've got a, a modern producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, like the Noel Gallagher, I think it was. You yeah, know, we were all yeah. saying, you know, oh, I wish you'd have just. Uh, and and they have. So yeah. yeah, right. But you don't be around at the top of your game for what sixty odd years no. without knowing what you're doing, what you're doing, and who to get and what to do and blah. Well, blah. talking about who to get, we're going to come back and we're going to hear from Lady Gaga and Stevie Wonder drop by to play some piano as well on a tune called "Sweet Sounds of Heaven." This is The Night Shift. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. Yeah, welcome back. We are taking a look at Hackney Diamonds. It's the new album from the Rolling Stones with a whole lot of big name guests on uh, the album as well. We're going to hear from uh, Stevie Wonder, see if we can hear him on the piano on uh, on this. But we'll definitely hear that great voice of Lady Gaga alongside Mick Jaggers on Sweet Sounds of Heaven. Earth. 
sweet sounds of heaven. Um, I know they started off as a blues band, but my goodness, um, they've nailed the blues on that, I think. Uh, Emily, what did you think? Okay. I, know, I, I, I didn't expect the reaction I saw on your face when yeah. Lady Gaga came in. Because I was really, really excited to hear this collaboration. I remember messaging all of you guys saying, yeah, oh, yeah. wow, this collaboration is going to happen. So as soon as it came out, I listened to it. And then I was like, okay, this song is great. I wish she wasn't singing in such a high register yeah. that is so far away from where he is singing because it just feels like a massive gap in between them that they're not connected. Yeah. Do you know what no, I mean? Yeah, I agree with that, yeah. And like I heard a little story about how this came to be. She was in the studio mm. recording and um, the, the guy who runs the studio was like, um, Mick wants to chat with you. And she was like, oh, that can only be one Mick. So <laughs> she goes to the other studio and in there is Stevie Wonder and Mick and all the guys. And she's and they're just like, just wanted to hang out and meet you, to be honest. And um, she was just listening to them record this. And she just sat down in the room, had her back against the bass speaker and just started singing along. And then they were like, yeah, they want you to come back in and do a take of that. Right. I just expected a little bit more. Yeah, from I, this I know what you mean. It's, it's super high, yeah. which, uh, but it was too er- almost like it was too early, Phil. Well, yeah, and and that story, I have a similar version here, which is great because I don't need to go into it now. But that oh. kind of sums it up because it wasn't written for her no. yeah. or with her. So therefore, what's she going to do? Well, she can't sing. She can't double mix line. Maybe she should have, but she can't. So she has to sing an octave higher, right? So it pushes yeah. her out of that comforty you know yeah. and I, I was underwhelmed with it and actually that bit we heard was probably the best I like Jaggers gets, early early oh, it's great gospel rock they call it I need to tell you something else alright before we move to Eddie if you don't mind so um, obviously Stevie Wonder Stevie Wonder plays yeah. the piano and the Hammond there yeah, yeah. did you notice the bass anybody you might not have because it oh, didn't that seem McCartney? To, no it's Stevie Wonder Bass pedals? It's a Moog. Is it? Yeah, it's a Moog bass. Okay. So Stevie did his bits and then turned around and said, hey, here's your bass line. I'll do the bass. Yeah, yeah. so it's Moog bass. What a genius. Eddie, what did you think of that? I like the drum sound. Yeah. Drum sound was nice and big and um, umphy. Yeah. So uh, interesting comment what Emily made about the vocals there. And uh, I was, before uh, Emily's comments, I was actually quite impressed with uh, the fact that she had done being able to pull it off because mm-hmm. there's not many artists that would be able to t- <laughs> to do it do it credit but now that emily's made that point i can see that now but i still think it's a as you say a sort of a gospel rock feel and and it's again classic stones so yeah so she couldn't have sang it an octave lower i know i don't know i mean i'm trying i'm trying to do this all very very quickly without going into fine detail i don't know if you'd even agree emily with that but the, the point was that it wasn't written for her to collaborate on. She was just yeah, around you know in the studio. I would have done you know third above. Do you know who... Yeah, the, yeah, a bit of harmony or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know yeah. who and it was written The final for, thing that I said here was that it could have been any decent female blues singer. Yeah. It, you know. Let me squeeze in just one more track. This is Driving Me Hard, final one on the uh, album tonight. Hackney Diamonds, Driving Me Too Hard, The Rolling Stones.
So there's the final track then from uh, Hackney Diamonds, Driving Me Too Hard. Nothing but respect for these guys. They've done it all and are still turning out, in my opinion, quality music on this, the 24th album. Emily? Yeah, I'm going to use the N-word. It's very nice. <laughs> it's nice that what, song. what did you make of the lyrics were, were you getting into them like you no, normally do no not, not on this Interesting. one sweet yeah. sounds of heaven yes and the one before that mm. yes not that I can remember the name and of the it the first song is such a hit isn't it it's such a what was that the, the angry angry yeah, yeah angry I mean yeah that's memorable oh, yeah. Uh, this one I didn't really pay attention mm. to the lyrics at all I just thought this is really nice um, I really like the guitar sounds on yeah. this one as well yeah I think they've knocked it nice out of the park, on. Eddie. Yeah, I think this is going to be huge in America. Huge. Yeah. Huge. And, well, everywhere. Everywhere. If you like the Stones, you're going to love this. And I would go so far as to say this is probably, as Phil was saying, the production is, is modern and it's probably yeah, it's one, made of, a difference, it's it? one of their better albums. It's in, just, in yeah. recent, yeah. in the last, say, decade. This, the quality is there. His voice is still there. And long may it continue. Yeah, I think Phil. it's great. It's, it's, yeah, it's nice for me to hear their kind of style with a bit of modern production behind it. I really appreciate that it's been done. Uh, yeah, I, I guess, you know, give it a thumbs up. Yeah, great stuff then. That's uh, the brand new one, Hackney Diamonds, from the Rolling Stones. Where's everybody uh, playing this week, Phil? Uh, Abu Dhabi Thursday, if the weather's okay, at uh, PJ's yeah. in the Royal Meridian, and Friday at Little Bavaria. It was a rainy one last week for oh, you, I didn't make it. it. I had to yeah. turn around and come back. turn around and come back. Eddie? No, we're not working this week. We're um, bedding in a new guitarist for oh. November. Oh, right. But we'll be back at the Clavichord the following Thursday. Okay, great stuff. And uh, Emily, um, <laughs> I saw your list of uh, things to do <laughs> this week. One of them being a radio interview with your duo, which we're going to be doing next. Hey. But a lot of other stuff, yeah, you've got going on. Yeah, it's a nice busy time at the moment. Uh, Wednesday night with the trio, about last night, trio at Blah Blah from nine o'clock. Friday night with the full band about last night at Blah Blah in the tent from 10.30. Saturday, Brasserie Brunch, full band. And that's as far as the public gigs go for this right, week. You've got a few private functions yeah. as well. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I shall be going to watch one of my favourite guitarists in Nile Rogers this week, which I'm very, very yeah. excited about. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.